0: Welcome, and thank you for joining this week's podcast with the Archbishop Nicholas Duncan-Williams. Uncover a higher dimension of Christian success with this powerful message on how to live victoriously by heavenly intelligence. By activating and building our capacity and spiritual gifts, believers can have access to knowledge and information for our miracle and breakthrough. Join this year's Global Prayer Works Summit from the 19th to the 22nd of July in Connecticut. Register now at ndwministries.org Know today that this is your message for Breakthrough. Be empowered as you listen.
1: Living by Heaven's intelligence information. Heaven has report. And the Bible said, whose report will you believe? So heaven has his report and earth has his report. And for us being God's kids, heaven and God expects us to live by heaven's intelligence report. The Bible said, henceforth, no, we no man after the flesh. Jesus was the Son of Man dealing with his, div- his humanity, and he was also the Son of God that dealt with his divinity. And so it's important for you to be able to walk with God not by earthly intelligent reports, but you got to be able to access divine or heavily intelligent reports because if you don't operate by what heaven is saying you live a low life you live a low life Uh, uh, something said to delilah he said that i am a nazarite said something i'm a nazarite and he said razor has never touched my hair and in the day that razor touches my hair i will be like any other man which stands to reason that though he was a man, he wasn't like any other man. He was unique. He was outstanding. He was different. He was set apart. He operated in. He operated by the powers of super beings. A man that could kill a lion by a bare hand. He climbed upon a hill by removing the gates and the pillars of an entire city and it upon his shoulders and climb a hill with the two pillars and the gate of an entire city of those days that was the kind of awesome strength that the man operated in. and he said to Delilah I am a man but I am not an ordinary man Because there is something that comes upon me and makes me a super being even though I am a human being. And he said, in the day that razor touches my head, I will be like any other man. I'd like for you to turn to somebody and say, I am not an ordinary man. (laughs) Ah, I feel something. I feel something. I feel like my water is broken and my baby's head is in the position to be downloaded. Are you hearing me, somebody? Uh, I feel some movements in my spiritual womb. Somebody say, Talk to me. Amen. Amen. The other day the bible says in the book of matthew the 16th chapter reading from the 13th verse the bible said that jesus came to the coast of caesarea philippi that he said to his disciples matthew the 16th chapter reading from the 13th verse he said to his disciples who do men say that i the son of man am?" And the Bible said uh, to them to some said thou at John the Baptist and others said uh, Elias and others said Jeremiah or one of the old prophets and from the dead and Jesus said that you that are with me who say ye that I am and everybody was quiet until suddenly Peter Peter the son of Jonah Peter the son of Jonah Simon uh, the son of Jonah said thou art the Christ the son of the living God and Jesus said for flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you but my father which is in heaven my father which is in heaven he said he said what you just received is is a heavily intelligent report about my true self and my true identity that you cannot analyze and you cannot determine who i am by my who my father and my mother is or was you can't determine who i am by my background somebody say talk to me and every one of them was confused every one of them was confused about who his identity was and the reason why jesus had to settle this issue was because by divine intelligent network he knew by laser discernment he could perceive he could apprehend the fact that there were folks that were confusing his disciples about who he truly was that the disciples were confused about about their leader about their master they weren't sure about who he truly was because people were giving all kinds of identities and report about him that didn't fit into his true profile who they said he was had nothing to do with his spiritual constitution or his spiritual DNA and so Jesus said what are they saying about me what have you heard what are they telling you but what is it that they've been told you've been told about who I am talk to me and so there was a confusion about him they were trying to define him from human in by by human terms they were trying to define him uh, to be something that he wasn't according to that which is written in the volume of the books he wasn't what they were trying to say he was and so the disciples though were with him and were loyal and committed they still have some doubts and some confusions on their mind and they were trying to figure him out to find out who is this man that we are following and who is this man that we are hearing and listening to and jesus by the intelligence of the holy ghost uh, said you are making a mistake if you try to if you try to analyze me if you try to apprehend me if you try to comprehend me if you try to, me, you try to figure me out by by human intelligence report you will miss it that is a low level it's a low frequency and jesus said i want you to climb a higher frequency i want you to tap into a higher frequency i want you to log into the heavenly computers and download the real and true information of who i am somebody shout yes and every one of the disciples were quiet because they were very confused, and none of them had developed the capability or the capacity to log into heavily computer networks and intelligence to download information. They didn't have the code to, to, to break in. And suddenly, the light, the lamplight, the lamplight suddenly uh, was turned on Peter, Shimon simon who the word simon means uh, unstable as water unstable as water can depend on don't have a mind of his own can make his own mind born with the potential to be a follower a a leader but yet because he can't make up his mind because of the lack of light and the love the lack of revelation cannot comprehend his true self and could not discover who he was so though he was born to be a leader he became a follower and had to depend on the intelligence and informations of others can't make up his own mind you see when you lack the ability to hear from God you become a follower you follow the opinions of others. Uh, but if you have the ability to hear and to log into heavenly intelligence network you don't you don't you can't be a follower you got to be a leader uh, when you hear from God it distinguishes you from others when you hear from God it makes you outstanding when you hear from God it makes you different from others somebody say I hear you Amen. if you can see by the eyes of God the Bible said for he would not judge by the hearing of his ears or by the seeing of his eye you got to be able to turn on the rear eyes Bible said let him that have ears to hear what the spirit is saying that means that you can have ears and still not hear and Jesus said the other day he said eyes have day but they see not uh, so we, we 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 are humans we have a body uh, we are spirits we have a soul and we live in the body and you got to cultivate the ability not to just see pastor cujo for who he is in the natural you got to see him by the spirit and until you see him in the spirit you don't know him one time jesus took three of the disciples john peter and james the mount of transfiguration and said i want you to see who i really am he said i have many of you but only to the three of you i'm giving divine permission to decode something only to the three of you i'm giving divine permission to reveal my true self to you and on the mount of transfiguration jesus was transfigured and there they saw the rear yeshua hamashiach for who he was and they realized that that man they're dealing with in the flesh was not him that the body they were looking at was just a it 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 was it was a means of transportation it it was a vehicle that carried the truth man and the Bible said the other day he said a body has thou prepared for me body has now preferred for me because spirits have no rights to function in the earth realm among men without human bodies spirits and angels has no Judicial rights to perform within this jurisdiction because it is man's territory, and you need the permission of man to function within this jurisdiction. You cannot operate in the earth realm without a human body or an animal's body. That's why, in the Garden of Eden, if you find out the enemy came through the body of a snake because spirits are not allowed to come into the earth realm without a body either the body of a human being or the body of an animal, and that's why they will pray through dogs through cats, through snakes they will operate through birds, all kinds of bodies as long as it has flesh and blood they will inhabit it to function because they do not have the right to operate in the earth realm without flesh and blood and the fact is that you cannot come to the earth realm without without the womb of a woman the right entry the right of entry to the planet is the womb of a woman you can't come here without the womb of a woman and that's why Jesus Himself has to be wrapped in the womb of Mary, a virgin that has never been touched or contaminated. He had to enter the womb of Mary. And before any man could feel Him or touch Him, a woman carried Him inside of her belly for nine solid months. 40 weeks. A woman, the same woman that brought the fall, the same woman brought the lifting up. Are you hearing me somebody? God said, woman, you brought the fall of man, but I'll give you the opportunity to fix it Ah, and to lift up man again. Somebody say, talk to me. Uh, I'm trying to talk to you. I'm trying to talk to you. And the Bible said, and Simon broke into heavenly computer intelligence network. Download that divine intelligence and said thou art the Christ the son of the living God Jesus then responded and said Simon Simon by Jonah which means Simon son of Jonah blessed art thou listen gentlemen I find out that whenever you hear from God you are blessed I find out that you get blessed anytime you hear from God something happens when you hear from God and Jesus said, That things that happen is that you get blessed from hearing from God. He said, Simon, you, you, are, you are just blessed. You are blessed than your fellows. You are blessed than your father's children. You are blessed than others because you heard from God. And he said, Simon, what you just heard from God, if you lived a thousand years and dependent on human intelligence network, you would have never known what you've just heard from God about who I am. That what you just heard from God. Had nothing to do with the school you attended it has nothing to do with the fact that you are a student of oxford or harvard or cambridge or yale that that this has to do with divine intelligence report that having decided to download it inside of you because of who you are going to become you must know who you are following because of who you are going to become you need to have this advanced informations, and that's why jesus said you've walked with me you know the word but you can't move without the spirit so wait for the spirit to come for the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. so god will only speak and enlighten and illuminate and guide you and I by our spirit not by our senses not by our intelligence and it doesn't matter how much we break the word from the perspective of the pretext of the pretext. to explain the context of the text without the holy ghost are you hearing me somebody jesus said the letter kill it but the spirit make it alive somebody lift up your hands and shout yeah, yeah. yeah. can jesus said bless hada Ah, will you turn to two people and say, "Blessed are thou, blessed are thou. You are blessed. Turn to tell them you are blessed and not cursed. You are blessed, not cursed. Blessed and not cursed. You are blessed and not cursed. Ah, somebody said I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody say I'm blessed, 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 blessed. Jesus said And unto thee will I give the keys. Ah. There is something about keys. I preached a message the other day on the keys. The keys. Keys stands for divine access. Keys stands for divine authority. It also stands for spiritual activities. Keys gives you the ability to walk in and walk out. To access doors and gates. Jesus said, I'm giving you keys. Not a key, but keys. Many. I'm giving you keys that gives you access to the gates of heaven. To the treasure houses of heaven, and you can walk in and walk out, and you can have information because the Father has seen it fit to honor you by talking to you. Whenever the Father takes time to talk to you, you are blessed. Because there are so many people waiting in the line to hear him. So when the father stops and puts everything on a stop and puts you through the fast track and talks to you, ladies and gentlemen, you are very favored. Are you hearing me somebody? And I came to tell you this morning, you are favored, you are blessed, you are honored. Somebody shall talk to me. Ah, I'm talking to you. Are you hearing me somebody? Somebody say talk to me. Hallelujah. And Jesus, Jesus said, I give unto you the keys. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, realize that unto none of the twelve was the keys given except Peter. To none of the twelve except Peter. And the only reason why the keys was given to Peter was because Peter tapped into divine intelligence. (laughs) Jesus said, I can't give the keys to people who live the low life. I can't give the keys to those who work in low places because the key is not meant for those who work in low places this key is the keys of the kingdom of heaven and it takes people who walk at that level of frequency and intelligence to master these keys it's not just given to anybody and so jesus said to none of the 12s are these keys going to be given but you and jesus said and, and then he said he said and as a result of the keys you will then bind anything on earth and it shall be bound in heaven because you have keys you see you just can't go around binding things i was teaching my students the other day and i said there are bindables and there are losables you got to know what to bind and what to lose there are princes of the kingdom and there are principalities of the other kingdom the word principality means a prince the word dominion means the domain or the territory or the jurisdiction of the prince (laughs) then the word throne means the seat of the prince then the word power means the capability that governs or moves the systems of the territory of the prince so when you hear the bible say principalities he's talking about princes of darkness and when he talks about dominions he's talking about jurisdictions of the princes of darkness and when he talks about throne he's talking about their seats and when he talks about power he's talking about their capability because there's a difference between power and authority authority is when the policeman stands on the highways and because of the uniform and the crown on top of the head of the his heart when he lifts up his hands you stop it doesn't matter what kind of vehicle you are moving on the highway you got to stop and you stop not because of him but you stop because of what he represents that is authority and when he stops and commands you to come out and you refuse to comply he takes his gun and he puts the pistol on you and when he puts that pistol on you that is power you must comply (laughs) somebody say i hear you so you got to know things to bind. You don't just go around binding and losing things. You got to hear to be able to bind. You got to hear to be able to lose. And Jesus said, Peter, I can trust you with the keys. I have many keys of many things by the grace of God. And I don't just give my keys to anybody. In the house I live in, there are only two people that have access to my keys then i have saves, and there are among my kids there are certain one of my children who have the combinations to my saves here and other places and they can access them at any time by my permission and I, it's only given to you when you have proven that you're of age to manage certain things and jesus said peter you have grown overnight Metamorphosis, Kadus, ilegi vadu valahatas, Melei ibolo alunda labagata. Let God be exalted and glorified among His people. Ah, Hallelujah. Jesus said, "You've grown overnight by hearing from God. You just received an injection." and an infusion and a virus that have allowed you to grow overnight to come from the place of instability to a place of stability you are solid somebody say dependable somebody say reliable somebody say unmovable somebody say solid as a rock Give somebody a high five and say Heaven is depending on you Look at somebody else and say You can't fail You can't fail Say you just cannot fail Say you are bound To succeed No matter what Even your failures Will become a stepping stone Because the difference Hear me Ladies and gentlemen, the difference between a stumbling stone and a stepping stone is how you see it. The same stone that causes one to stumble is the same stone that causes another to step over. give somebody a high five and say it's just the way you see it it's just the way you see it ah, of heaven the keys of the jurisdiction of oh, the ancient of days it's caring to have keys to access the very chambers of Elohim and the Eleon jesus said the keys are just given it's only given to those who by revelation grow overnight and come of age so sometimes, it's not how long you've been in the church. <laughs> but it's how much you have matured. <laughs> and it's how close you are to the pastor. And how much you understand the vision. And how much you've bought into his vision. And how much you know him after the spirit and not after the flesh. The Bible says, henceforth, know we no man after the flesh you make a big mistake when you try to lend people from the natural it's dangerous you see the other day god had sent the prophet samuel to the house of jesse to anoint for him a king over israel and when samuel got to the house of jesse ah, jesse had presented all his sons but one seven of them but one and there were eight of them but the reason why the eight one was kept out from among them is on a tape i preach on god makes exceptions to the rules and may i subject to you that this is your year of exceptions to the rules <laughs> that you are not qualified to have some things according to the rules but god tell me to tell you that he's going to change the rules to favor you oh you didn't hear me you didn't hear me I said God is going to change some laws to favor you if you believe it lift up your hands and shout, yeah Uh, and sit down for me two minutes please and the Bible said that the the seven of them were presented to the prophet and the reason was because the eighth born was a controversy uh, there was a lot of issue about david david was the eighth born and it was believed that david was born out of wedlock that 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 jesse the father had his at his old age visited a Mama, and that's why david said in civic assessment statement as it related to him as an individual the circumstances under which he was conceived and so the father didn't show him and didn't introduce him because it was there was a controversy about that particular son And he didn't want to reveal him. But the father did not know ah, that among the seven of the sons that it was this one that had in him the ability and the capability to rule as a king. That the king among his eight children was none of the seven born out of a legitimate marriage but it was the eight who was born out of illegitimate relationship. Ah, Somebody say, I hear you. Your enemies will stand. When is your turn? Give somebody a high five and say it's my turn. Amen. Let me tell you the difference between time and ten. Time and ten. Most times when you are flying, you get to the airport. You see the departure time is ten o'clock. By ten o'clock, the gate is closed, and everybody is fasting your seatbelt, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome on board. This is Captain Duncan Williams, and I'm flying non-stop flight from here to JFK Airport. Ten hours. be flying over an altitude of thirty-five thousand feet above sea level there will be no turbulence it will be a very smooth flight and a safe one under the jurisdiction of kingdom angels somebody say i hear you and then and then and then we take off we leave where we were parked to go to the runway to take off but most times there are other aircraft ahead of you so even though it is your time It's not your turn so you have to keep waiting in line even though you are in your time when the other aircraft ahead of you goes then it is no more your time but it is your turn are you hearing me somebody somebody lift up your hands and shout it is my turn it is my turn can i tell you something ladies and gentlemen when it is your turn, it means that everybody ahead of you is gone. That means no opposition. Somebody say no opposition. Say no context, no context. Say sweatless, sweatless. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I said, uh-huh. I said, it is your turn. Ay, 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 Sit down two minutes. Hear me? When it is not your turn, you fight. But when it's your turn, you come into rest. You don't have to struggle. You show a little and you have much. Hear me? When it's your turn, you don't live on paycheck. When it's your turn, it's overflow. My cup ran it over when it is your turn there were four streams in the garden of Eden four rivers so Adam got up in the morning and he will fish tilapia from one river and he will say Eve it wasn't tasty I want grouper he goes to another stream the next day to fish grouper another day he said you know my appetite level has become high so I want Simon Simon eh? Simon he goes to the next one the next day he goes to another and kept because there were four rivers. This year, God will give you many streams of income. I said, You have many streams of income. If you believe it, say, I will receive it in the name of Jesus. Give somebody a high five and say, Receive many streams of income. Many, many streams of income. See down. Do you believe it you better believe i'm prophesying i'm saying that you have graduated from from one stream of income to many streams of income anybody hear me anybody who is very comfortable in life financially and gets up and play goals when others go to work they don't depend on one stream of income and I, i declare unto you by divine announcement from tonight you are moving from one stream of income to many streams of income I said God will give you new ideas he will open doors that will blow your mind he will cause you to access many and new streams of income to the glory of God in the name of Jesus if you believe in that I believe so the Bible said and David was anointed king and when David got anointed Israel had a problem Because he was the youngest of the family. And he was going to become the first youngest king in the whole region. Because there were other kings apart from the nation of Israel. And he was going to be the youngest ever. So God had to justify and validate his choice. So there was a man by the name of Goliath of the Philistines. Born in Gulf. By another giant Who gave birth to five of them. And Goliath was among the five. Of five giants. And David and his mighty men slew them all. And Goliath was minding his business. In God. And God went and provoked him. To come and trouble Israel. Sometimes God can set you up with problems. Whenever God wants to promote you. He will create trouble for you. You don't believe me? Go and ask brother Job. He was sitting down minding his own business. When the children of God, the sons of God had gathered and Satan showed up and I have been running to and fro. I don't have a job. So God said, okay, I think I have an assignment for you. What do you think about myself and Job? And he said, ask for Job. He's untouchable. You've blessed him. Surrounded him with protection on every side. You've ensured you've everything he has. you put your seal on everything he has. The man is untouchable. That means he visited him the other day. And he couldn't raise him. If you know how many demons try to get you. And they couldn't. Because God didn't permit it. You will increase your offerings and your tithe. Some of you hearing me right now. If it wasn't for God's special protection. On your life that you don't even see. You wouldn't be here signing the church you signed. That car you are driving. You wouldn't even be here to drive it. Somebody who didn't swear to be driving it by you. Somebody would have had your wife and your husband. The enemy would have taken you out long time ago. But when they came in the night. To eat your flesh. They stumbled They stumble and they fell because the protection of God was sure somebody lift up your hands and shout yeah Yeah. sit down and God said Satan I have an assignment for you and Satan said what what is the assignment he said Job he said does Job serve you for nothing that means the devil knows that there is a reward in serving God. He said does Job serve you for nothing? That means you don't serve God for nothing. So please. Let me assure you. And submit to you. Ladies and gentlemen. That we don't serve God for nothing. The Bible said, For he has not called. The seed of Jacob. To serve him in vain. Amen somebody. So God said. I have an assignment. Go to Job. I will withdraw all his coverings and protection. I give you permission to touch everything except his life. Amen. So he went. One day he had ten coffins in his house. Seven sons, three daughters, dead in one day. Ten coffins, ten caskets in his house a day. What kind of trouble have you seen before? Some of you, any small thing, why me, why me? You haven't seen anything. I was telling one of my pastors the other day and uh, he was saying that Papa Papa and I said hey I have seen war so battles don't scare me the father didn't know who David was he was the king the brothers didn't know that was the king the mothers didn't know that was the king so you can have a son who is a king and unless God opens your eyes you don't even know it you can be sitting next to a queen and you don't even know who you're sitting next to you can be sitting next to a king and you don't know who you are sitting next to do you know the jail water of Nelson Mandela's jail if he knew 24 hours or 48 hours before Nelson Mandela was discharged that he was going to be one of the greatest of all times president of one of the greatest nations of the continent of africa and will be one of the african president that spend more time with the queen of england than any dignitary and president of the nations of our world if anybody in prison uh, knew that Nelson Mandela was going to become what he is today he would have been so nice to him within that 24 hours are you hearing me somebody Ah, but you don't know who you are talking to you don't know the tomorrow of somebody so you got to be careful how you judge people you got to be careful how you conclude on people you got to be careful how you write people up you gotta be careful what you say about people because you would not know that you are killing your own savior and killing your own destroyer and your own deliverer do you know that joseph brothers didn't know that they put their own deliverer in a pit do you know that they didn't know That they were killing and selling their savior He said for the Lord Sent you ahead of me To preserve pos- Ahead of you He sent me ahead of you To preserve posterity So they were killing their own savior And Jesus was the savior Of those who crucify him And they crucified their savior So sometimes you can kill your savior You can crucify your deliverer If you walk as natural man not by the intelligence information systems and report of heaven you can kill your own savior David's brothers engaged him at the battlefield to fight him before he met Goliath and they wanted to engage the anointing to kill Goliath before he met Goliath so by the time he met Goliath the anointing would have reduced but he was smart to know that I am anointed to kill giants and not to fight my brothers. So I don't fight my brothers with my anointing. I don't fight you. I know, I know who the enemy is. So my oil is not to fight you. I'm waiting for the real enemy. Sit down for two minutes. And David was minding his business. Goliath had been vexed and provoked by God to go and cause trouble for Israel. Sometimes some of the troubles you go through is not all by your mistakes though. Some of them, it doesn't matter how much wisdom you have. When something had to happen, brother, sister, fasten your seatbelt, turbulence will hit you. Goliath came upon the mountains of Zion and declared war on Israel and this was the condition, this was the terms. Number one, it was going to be a 40 days and a 40 night declaration of war between the nation of Israel and the nation of the Philistines. And every morning and night, Goliath will come upon the mountains of Israel and would declare for Israel to send a man to fight him. And if he falls by the sword of that soldier, that the nation of the Philistines will become slaves to the nation of Israel. And if whoever comes to fight Goliath dies by the sword of Goliath, that the nation of Israel will become slaves and taken captive by the nation of the Philistines. So apart from the fact that it was a war and a battle between a young shepherd boy and a giant, it was also a national war between two nations. And that is what we call the battles of all time. on the 40th morning when Goliath came upon the mountains of Israel to declare that this is the last day if no man comes to me to fight me this morning, tonight I shall declare that the nation of Israel surrenders absolutely all your defense systems air marshes your siege will be taken navy commander will have to submit and we are taking over your airwaves your ground troops your borders we are seizing and taking absolute command over the nation of israel it comes under the control of the forces of the philistines and then on the 40th morning jesse sent david to the battlefield to send food to his brothers and david came to the field of battle on the 40th morning and saw Goliath standing there threatening the entire nation of Israel and every man of war had gone into hiding because they didn't have revelation. They were operating on low frequency and David got to the field of battle and saw Goliath he saw him by revelation. He saw him by spiritual eyes. And everybody looked at him in the natural. And they didn't see him for who he was. And watch this. David said, who is this? Uncircumcised Philistine. Who designated him? Who gave you the audacity? Who authorized you to stand here to literally threaten the entire existence of an entire nation? Who dared you to do that? His elder brother tried to engage him. And he said, what have I done again? Is there no reason? You think I just want trouble? You think I don't want peace? You think I don't want a good name like you have? You think I just want always to be the trouble one? No! Is there not a reason? He said, it's not a reason. You think I always want to fight? You think I was born to always be in warfare? But there's a reason. There's a reason for this anointing. There's a reason for this decision. There's a reason. And David said, is there not a reason? Is there not a cause? There's a cause. Look at someone and say, hold your peace. Is there not a cause? Please sit down, give me two minutes. And the king heard of the courage of David preaching about courage the other day and I said courage is not the absence of fear or the absence of controversy of a matter but it is the capacity to take action to do what one must do in order not to compromise your eternal destiny despise one's fear and despise controversy and the bible said that the king said to David why must I let you die you are not even a soldier you are a shepherd You don't understand the skills of battle. How do you expect me to allow you to go die? You are not married. You don't have children. You are not even an apprentice soldier. You are a shepherd. He said, King, don't underestimate the shepherd." He said, King, don't judge me by what you see in the flesh. He said, King, if you look at me and my circumstances, and my present status and you judge me physically you will miss your own deliverance he said king your deliverance is in my hands and the king said give me a point of reference he said the other day I kept my father's sheep and he said a lion and a bear came and took a lamb and the lamb was helpless the lamb could not help himself and he said king something came upon me hey 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 Somebody say, hey, 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 hey <laughs> Sit down Sit down He said, something came upon me And the lion in me The lion in me roared. And he said And I went after the lion on the bear And I caught them, slew them And rescued the lamb And he said, peace Uncircumcised Thing. He didn't even call him a giant Sometimes you magnify Problems hey, hey ASM. Sunny We magnify things Too much David didn't acknowledge him as a giant You know what He reduced the value Of Goliath to the value And the price of a dog Let me tell you how he did it. He said, This uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them. Then you know what he did? He took a stone. Five stones. Because the Philistine nation had five gods. He took five stones for every one of them. Take all your gods out. When I finish with your gods the human beings will have no power. Because the power of the human beings is the defense of their God. So when I remove your defense, you are
0: powerless. We know you are blessed by that word of God and look forward to you joining the messages of the Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams again. For more information on our events, books and messages, Please visit NDW Ministries online at www.ndwministries.org or call our offices on plus one eight seven seven three six one five one one. Once again, thank you for joining the Archbishop today and may you continue to experience the life transforming power of God's blessings.